day, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Is on third. You know the guy's I'll... names on the baseball team? Yes. Well, go ahead. Who's on first? Yes. I mean the guy's name. Who? The guy playing first. Who? The guy playing first base. Who? The guy on first base. <laughs> Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I don't know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Cheap Seats, your favorite podcast for Frank unapologetic and shamelessly opinionated Washington Nationals news outside the press box, the dugout, and the very informative stadium urinals. And this is part two of the pod's greatest hits of the 2019 season. So let's continue reviewing our favorite moments with my co-hosts Cassia and Bernice, our artificial intelligence engine. Cassia, in late April, moving on, people including us. Yeah, we're still in April. Sorry. Um, (laughs) You know, and this is the stuff, uh, you know, this is stuff that everybody missed because they didn't know how popular it would become. Yeah, who was paying attention to the Nationals in April, for Christ's sake? Exactly, exactly. So people begin to blame everything on Davey Martinez, including us. So here is... A growing number of frustrated Nats fans have become a mob of torch-wielding vigilantes calling for Davy's head. Remember, get him alive if you can, but get him! Search every ravine, every crevice, but the fiend must be found! The whole town runs out. And that's kind of what's going on right now. The whole town's running out. It's like, Davey, Davey. I don't, do they fire people in the middle of the season? It, it is not uh, unheard of. It's okay. rare. Uh, uh, Mike did it once since he's been here. I'm sure that that doesn't work. Like to bring someone in once the team is already like going in the shit. I bet that's not a good idea. No, it's tough because who do you bring in? Who's available? Everybody's right. got a job or Except does Dusty they're retired. Have a job? Are you going to bring Dusty again? Yeah, please. I mean, that would, would be a humiliation that. to the learners. I don't give a <laughs> shit. We should publicly humiliate them as much as possible. Okay. Put but them in stocks and I'm have just... people have people like pelt things at them like outside Cabbages the Masson yeah. tent where they're like filming it's the just, Yeah, right, right. It's an episode of Game of Thrones. That, but... look, they would make a lot. If you, if you could pay money to like go and like throw a tomato at the learners family that are like all in stocks <laughs> like a Renaissance fair, that would, they would sell way more money. They're, they're, they could pay that they could make so much money they could make the 100 million they don't even need masson anymore they could be scammed out of so much money i mean seriously they should do that that would be way better than pups in the park as a fundraising (laughs) (laughs) initiative anyways that's the way we were looking at davy in april i think it was significant to note that considering you know in contrast to his success any any comments i mean i feel like that was just my hatred of the learner well 
No, we also talked a little bit about Davey in there. Look, I think Davey deserves what we gave him. I don't regret anything we said about Davey. Although, I, you know. He was in a learning best curve, of luck on his- admittedly, as you said in later episodes. I mean, look, it fits with the whole the whole storyline of everyone's an underdog. You know, he was a rookie manager. No, it's when a Cinderella here. story. Blah blah blah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that yeah, he got, he his, got his moment. moment. He got his moment. Got a heart <laughs> attack and a moment. Talk about Go the ahead. Fact that some people said he was snubbed for manager of the year. I don't know if we ever talked about that. Oh no, we didn't. I don't. I don't think he was. Snubbed. I mean, it depends what you think. What manager of the year is an award? The the problem with the process is when the votes are tallied, it was it wasn't at the end of the season. It's like at the beginning of the postseason. So all that he had won at the time when the votes were tallied was the wild card. So they had no idea about the NLDS, NLCS, or the World Series. I don't know why they do it that early. It seems like yeah. oh, wait till the end of the season, but like you do for the other awards, like Cy Young and MVP and shit like that. I don't know why, but that is the way it is. And so, you know, he did have a magnificent comeback. But as you know, as we've discussed in, in all these episodes, there was no, the Vegas odds were totally against us. I mean, they were like, yeah, yeah, oh, isn't that great? Oh, yeah, yeah. They won the, the wild card. Oh, nice little Nats, nice little Nats. But <laughs> nobody thought we were going to, you know, win the NLDS, win the LCS. Nobody thought we were going to win the World Series. Nobody. No. So no. if they if the votes had been cast two months later, maybe it would have been different. But it does seem a little fucked up well i mean in a way like who the manager of the year was shouldn't be clouded by who ended up winning the world series because we didn't do great throughout the whole year i mean i think davy deserves a lot of credit for not giving up and for keeping the team feeling like they still had a chance, like they could still compete, and obviously that was correct. But I, I, I kind of understand the idea of not of not letting the result of the postseason change people's votes. Really? I mean, that's yeah, I do. what matters, isn't it? Isn't that what everybody's working for? I don't know. I don't know. That's like I said. That's a like that's a philosophical question about what it means to be manager of the year. Right. Do you think Whether that it's a is that award or not? Yeah. Is that about your? Yeah, you I don't are, know. You are not generally an awards person, but when you get your Pulitzer for best novel, are you going to like say, "Oh, I'm not going to take the million dollar check. I'm going to give it to the you know the Lupus Foundation." <laughs> I don't think the Lupus Foundation would benefit from like some hunk of metal. <laughs> No, I'm saying they give you a check too. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Would you turn away the check? I take the check. I take the check. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hypocrisy only goes so far. I'll take the fucking check. I mean, that's not hypocrisy, but does does the manager of the year get a check? Uh, No, I think they get a bonus in their contract if they win an award. If they're like an MVP, gets a bonus. I think all those things are in the Players Legal Association. What is it called? The Collective Bargaining Agreement? CBA. Davey Martin. Does does deserve to be paid more? I think isn't he the lowest paid manager in the league? Just about, if not the, yeah. 
And okay, yeah. that's a learner problem. That's yeah. a learner problem. They don't care about people. They don't like to compensate people. Well, for he's still, you know, if they do nothing, he's still got another year. They don't have to. I mean, they don't have to do anything. I hope they do something. But I think they still another got another year in his contract. They probably won't at nine hundred. He's the lowest paid. Fucking Harada Para got three million, and exactly, and, he, and, and all he did, and he was a bench warmer. Funny how they let him be in the lineup during the home games just so they could play Baby Shark. We're gonna get to that one. Okay, hold, okay, okay. Hold your Harado Para shit. Now we're finally getting out of April. You're like, oh my god, you were overseas in May, but the yeah. Nats had plunged to an absolute low point to their now famous 1931 loss record. And since you were overseas, we were not able to arrange any Skype things. So it's just me and Bernice. Bernice, thank you. Um, all mainstream media reports indicated the entire management team would be fired. Davey, even maybe even Mike. Although it didn't turn out that way, but I want to tell you how it felt at the time. Here we are. So after that four-game sweep at the hands of the Mets, Bernice, the knives of Nats fans were clearly out. The fans wanted Davies' head. Davies' future career prospects appeared rather bleak at that moment. And reports in multiple mainstream news services indicated ownership planned his release. They did indeed, they did indeed. But something happened in between those leaked reports and reality. Mike Rizzo, president of Game Operations, sort of shut down press and fan speculation in this meeting with the press before a four-game series with the Miami Marlins. We're not making any decisions, like I said, with, with a third of the season gone, and uh, we've got uh, we've got a lot of season left. Uh, Davey's not happy with what's going on. Nobody's happy with what's going on. The fan base, the ownership, and myself, and uh, and they uh, that so things got to get better. Things get, we got to play better baseball. Not exactly a stunning endorsement of confidence in manager Davey. But he didn't fire anybody. No, no, not in any way. But his assertion that they would not make any changes did apparently inspire the team to win three games in a row for the first time this season. What do you think of that? It was quite impressive and quite unexpected. So that was the bottom of the bottom. 1931 loss record, worst team in the league, worst record the Nationals had ever had. Um, certainly you couldn't even have, you know, in the most ridiculous fantasy thought they were going to go to the playoffs at that moment in time. We were basically saying, okay, it's sort of like the Redskins now. We're just kind of writing them off. And and you were conveniently out of town. But uh, what do you think? It's hard to look back on that now knowing what we know. And yeah, it is. Say it is. anything other than the, the bullshit everyone says. But you yeah, were like telling of, me, why are we even doing episodes? <laughs> no one's going to listen. Nobody gives a shit. They're sock. Glad I was gone. Yeah. <laughs> Just me and Bernice. Thanks, Bernice. You're welcome, idiot. I'd like to do an episode on just me and Bernice. Okay. We can do that. Here's another very popular episode we did, Cassia where we discuss whether the MLB is juicing the baseballs. I wanted to move on to this issue 
on juiced balls and it came up just a couple of days ago because they had the part of the all-star celebration before the actual game is the home run derby and these guys hit more balls than have ever been hit in a home run derby in history so everybody went back and said what's going on and then this famous pitcher uh justin verlander came out and went public saying the ball's bullshit. A fucking joke. To that's yeah, that's what he said accurately. Yeah, yeah. And then the MLB commissioner n- denied, although cool. people didn't realize that the manufacturer of baseballs is a company He's of owned. a story company called Rawlings that makes balls and gloves and tons of sports equipment. And the Major League Baseball bought. Rawlings a number of years back they Two own years. the company back they own the company or and, no no hold on last summer but the remarkable difference so you've got these gigantic 30 40 percent year-over-year jumps in the number of overall home runs hit by players I mean this is a t- this is a sport that's been going on for 162 years and so you you add up the number of total home runs Go ahead. In 2017 season, there were a record-breaking 6,105 home runs hit by the league, whereas the previous record was set in 2000 during the height of the steroid era, right? Um, which was 5,693. And then so now we're on, in this year we're on track steroids. for almost kissing 7,000 home runs. See, it's obvious that something's happened. Something it's has happened. It's just not sure what has happened and right. who was responsible and when right. it happened and how many people are involved. But do you see anything nefarious in this? Now, um, some of the sports what's columnists... What's the harm would be the question. Right. Well, they would say like, okay... If it's okay, juiced for everyone. If everybody's using the same ball. everybody's juiced, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. They're all in the same playing field. Even though it, it fucks everybody's record in the past... Although sure. you could argue, but you know, those were, ghosts aren't gonna come to hurt us. <laughs> <laughs> there was a hundred years where you would use Babe the Ruth same is ball. Babe like come like haunt Bryce Harper. That's what's he might. happening. Maybe he might. He's haunting me. But he's not <laughs> doing well. The juice isn't helping some. Thirty million worth of Jamba juice isn't enough for that kid. <laughs> so juice balls. Yeah. I think it's funny that Justin Verlander, whatever, broke. I don't know. What are their rules for people speaking out against the league? Are you allowed to say whatever you want when you're an MLB player? Good question. I don't know. I don't know. Like, can you just be like, the MLB is a fucking joke. Can you say that? I mean, there's no law against you saying my boss is a fucking sure. asshole. But not not a good uh, career strategy, maybe? <laughs> people like home runs. They're fun. Everybody gets off their feet. They clap. You sound it's exactly good... like the commissioner of major league baseball people tell me that all the time <laughs> it's like hey you sound just like the commissioner of baseball you sound just like yeah people people like home runs so what's the harm i don't know they they are stupid they're a little silly like a home run ah home run ah. you know and if you're a pitcher like no one hates home home runs more than a pitcher because a pitcher is usually thinking like oh fuck you know what I mean? Except like that what's going up in equal quantities are home runs and strikeouts. So it really makes for Max Scherzer, 
or Strasburg or one of these guys. They're like the K. Yeah, yeah, because there have been changes to the ball since MLB bought it. I mean, there was like rubber in the middle. Now there's cork right. the or MLB vice versa. And admitted. the stitches are different. It's more, quote unquote, aerodynamic. What does that mean? Well, I guess it means a pitcher can throw a 100-mile fastball. Sure, but like the ball has been aerodynamic forever. People have always been trying to make balls that were aerodynamic. Exactly. Because they they, they wanted to make this competitive. I I think the difference maybe in the last couple of decades in our lifetimes was that, um, you know, before you would play the same ball through the whole game. And now, like, a ball doesn't even last for an inning. You know, like like the guy in the right field catches the ball and then he just throws it into the stands, right? This is like, okay, how many balls do they get? They must go through like mm-hmm. 300 balls in the whole game, which, you know, what uh, what does a ball cost the MLB? Especially when you own the company that makes them. <laughs> but I guess everybody wants to have a fresh ball. Something about like, yeah, regulation. Like no one can touch the ball in case they like, I don't know, did some voodoo on it. Well, that I, I think that's how it started was many. to avoid. Um, it's it's the, it's excessive. They yeah. could cut down on ball waste. Right. <laughs> they could definitely. Uh, they don't cut have down. to have one ball per hit. You don't have to throw the ball <laughs> to the crowd after every single thing. Like, why do you have to throw it out at the end of the inning? Why not keep it and then just throw it once at the end of the game? So you're not disturbed about the juice balls? No, I'm not disturbed. I mean, it wouldn't surprise anyone if they were screwing around with the ball to try to make baseball more entertaining. Mm-hmm. In in there, I'm not sure that baseball is more entertaining if there's more home runs. Okay. One important thing to note about the juice balls was that um, there was already a spike in totals for two years before they made a purchase of the company of Rawlings, the company that makes these balls. So, what does that suggest to you? It just suggests that whatever the relationship is between Rawlings and the MLB, that it predates them buying the company. It could have just been that they were this agreement was like sort of understood. Hey, we're going to buy you in a couple years, and they're already sort of like backroom discussions about making the specs of the ball different or whatever. Right. So the MLB has always, I'm sure, been a part of the discussion about how that shit gets made. Because they're you're saying even when they didn't own them, they, they were such a close partner. The, they were basically yeah, fucking one another for about a hundred years. They already were because they had to license. I just all I'm saying is that I think it's probably true. Yeah, probably the balls are juice. Seems like all things point that way. However, no one can say exactly when they became juiced, exactly how, and exactly who said juice the balls or whatever like who was the guy like stroking a kitten in a smoky <laughs> room that was like we're juicing oh, oh, the balls this is your oh wow your james bond illusion good night mr bond do you expect me to talk no mr bond i expect you to die i would like someone to say it happened in 2015 because this happened this is what they changed but none of that is definitive this is hearsay. I love the James Bond illusion. Stroking the cat. So what do you think on that one? Uh, we can just let it go. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people liked it. But do you have any comments now? 
Yeah, that was entertaining. It's funny. I, I don't listen to the episode. I know. you. Of- do, I mean, this is all new to you. You're like, oh, my God. This You're is funny. like, this was your life, Cassia, in 2019. Yeah, the, the 19 hours of material. It's not that bad, you know? It's not as bad as I thought. Oh, come on. You really thought it was bad? You know me. No, I'm meticulous. Bad. I'm a detail-oriented guy. I, I didn't mean that you were bad. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. You didn't think it you is- thought you were bad? You 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 didn't all the feedback I gave you? Um, I completely forgot about the juice thing. Okay. <laughs> However, I read an article um, because I was reading things surrounding the Astros and the World Series about how like Rawlings is selling some baseballs that they claim are World Series balls but they're actually maybe not up to spec. Like, when you say they, World Series balls used in the World Series? Or, I don't know. Like, they're the same Because like, like we say in the thing, Rawlings is owned by MLB now, which you read from that article. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I don't I don't. Everybody's totally, in I, on the fix, basically. I don't totally <laughs> understand the, the weeds of it. All I know is that the same, the same website, The Athletic, that that oh, broke yeah. that. Well, that's a big online thing. Yeah. The, that they broke that article that opened up this whole cheating scandal. I just there's a lot of weird things. I don't totally understand it because I don't fucking understand baseballs. But I've seen photos on this website of them unstringing the baseball. They literally like remove the red thread. And like wrap it around a pencil and compare the hue yeah. of the dye yeah, and the, like crazy st- shit like that. All those little tiny details. Like, there's so many videos on YouTube. We could do a whole freaking so episode on just the stitching changes stuff exactly. and whether the 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 quantity of cork or rubber on the interior changes everything. It's fucking nuts. The the. Yeah. The level of detail, yeah, that goes yeah. into these balls. I don't understand it. I don't understand what that stuff means. Um, but there have been questions about Rawlings and about the way that they market the balls that they sell and their association with, association with the MLB. Um, so I don't know. There's there's a lot of room to be skeptical. Okay, so is the real question comes down to, um, and I think we, so I didn't play the whole thing for you because it went on for 20 minutes, but it's like, okay, so the balls were made one way from 1960 or sorry, 1865 to, you know, whatever year they were a certain kind of thing. And then we also, in that episode, we covered the fact that they pretty much used the same ball the entire game. So it got really beat up and maligned, and that was part of the game was the fact that the ball was not a ball. And now they, like, almost every other play, it's a brand-new ball. It's a brand-new ball. So, and, and like, like we'll be in the stands, and a guy catches a ball, and he just throws it in the stands. It's only been used once. It was hit once, and he throws it in the stands, and which I guess is legal. And then the umpire pulls a brand-new ball. So, I mean, that's one thing, which is not something they did for the first hundred years of baseball. So, and then this aerodynamic stuff. But like you say, okay, everybody's in the same even playing field. Everybody's using the same ball. So, it's only a 
um, uh, a disbenefit, if that's a word, for the guys who in the previous hundred years had to use one ball for the entire effing game. Like if a guy in the stands caught the ball, he was expected to throw it back out of the players and they would use it again because they were too fucking cheap. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fine. Look, the, the technology has changed. Okay, fine. You can make the baseballs go further or fly out more. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Do that. You know, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. I don't think it's worth being that upset about. You know, there's guys out here putting cameras in the World Series. <laughs> right, right. But you don't think that it's, just, I don't know. It's just another form. Like, you know, that was the whole theme of the uh, juicing juicing you know it's just like okay we're artificially sort of kind of raising the level of all the boats yeah it applies equally to everybody everybody gets like a thousand balls a game they've got extra switching less cork go ahead wouldn't you rather go to a game where rendon and soto and all these guys got homers than not yeah you're, you sound yeah, you exactly and, like the commissioner of baseball. Yeah. Exactly. And, and yeah. baseball attendance is going down. I read an article about how they're like proposing on um, decreasing the minor league teams by 25%. Yeah. All so, like, sports attendance is going down, not just baseball, football, oh, everything. I, I didn't know that. Because everybody's got like, you know, theater sized TVs at home and. It costs like a million dollars to go to a game. And you and I know personally how inconvenient. It's basically you have to give up a day of your life to go to a three-hour game. To get down there and get back. And it's like $300. And all you you got was a hot dog and a beer. Yeah. And the the security gives you like open heart surgery before you walk. Yeah. You know, it's an anal exam. And if you're into that, that's fine. But. (laughs) <laughs> it's like going to the it's like the the same thing that happened in the film industry you know like movie prices have gone so far up because right. less people are going to the movies because you can watch netflix or amazon or whatever the fuck um right so now so everybody yeah. has to be everything has to be a spectacle great example everything has to be a massive spectacle uh, imax yeah. 3d yeah, yeah, yeah. Super stare, and the only people that are willing to pay twenty bucks to do that are people who are fifteen, and most adults won't do that. They'll like, okay, it'll be on Netflix tomorrow, and I'll just watch it on my forty-inch four K TV. And how is that going to be different? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think the juicing thing is such a crime, you know. But it is different. I mean, it does. Uh, there's nothing that's like being in the stands. That's why we go so many times. I like. There's nothing I like, like being in the stands. I love going to games. Yeah. Um, where else can you hear fifteen thousand people boo Bryce Harper? Or, or uh, conversely, thirty thousand people do a Baby Shark, which is a segue for next segment. Listeners, no review of the 2019 season would be complete without a discussion of the baby shark phenomenon. Now, this was started by Gerardo Parra, who was purchased from the Giants 
only on May 19th, or May 9th, I'm sorry. And uh, he was going to be a bench guy. He was a call-up. He was actually relegated to the Giants minor league farm team, even though he's had this long career. And he seemed to be in career death purgatory. But our uh, president of baseball operations, Mike Rizzo, who started his career as a scout with a supposedly a magical talent for finding guys in the trash heap, hires this unknown dude and gives him a contract, even though he's in the minor leagues, for three million bucks. So everybody's like, what? We never heard of this guy because he'd never done anything. Paris first at bat as a gnat is a go-ahead grand slam that wins a game against our ultimate adversary, the Dodgers. We and 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 you and I. So okay, that's one thing about him. But in terms of this this shark thing, we were actually in front of the news on this song as we were in in attendance on the first day or at least one of the first days, when he actually used this song. This was not his original walk-up song. So before the mainstream media figured out where this song came, it was actually you, Cassia, that clairvoyantly <laughs> called Listen. its origins, and I'm going to play it for you now. I'm you beautiful. fucking predicted this. Here we go. Well, I actually liked, I think we should do a special episode on this because I liked your game, which was to cover all the walk-up music for every player. I think that's actually more interesting than keeping the scorecard, which I did when I was a little kid too, and then just lost interest in it. But I think think covering the walk-ups, like this pink shark thing that... uh, The baby shark? Baby shark. That What's-His-Face does? I don't remember who Ah. Darn it, it's I can't remember some like of these. It's a terrible like, joke song. Yeah, yeah. About a shark. But, but they, I mean, it has become like a thing because he's been so good. Um, we're hitting home runs and getting on base and stuff like that. So The song has become a thing? Well, yeah. Associated with him. Well, at least in the baseball world. I don't know what, what? it's doing how? on Amazon like, or so? iTunes. How so? It's being mentioned, they're playing it on CNN and oh Fox and everything else. They're like, oh, look, baby shark. They're just playing oh it. It's just like playing it all over the place now. Look, I mean, it's, it's the be- best thing that song. he could have done. I don't know who owns it, Universal Music or, or Sony or whatever. But that was the best thing he could have ever done is that that guy to choose that means Because when we heard it in the park a couple no, of no, weeks ago, we were memorable. like, oh, my God, that's so stupid. Why would he do that? that and boom it's very the guys next to us i remember them saying like this is the worst walk-up music ever (laughs) um yeah it's like everyone kind of groans at it no one likes it but honestly all the walk-up music is shitty like all of it's bad like pretty much all of it because like i was saying if you want to talk about what you said you want it's there's three cat there there are like two or three guys that do actual like spanish language music right Right. Then there are Juan Soto, there Robles, are a few more guys Rendon. that do the white boys that do the country music, and it's like bro country or like eighties hard rock, like Sean Doodle. I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't he'll, know what Sean does. Well, he doesn't come up to bat that much, but when he does, it's like... Okay, it's, that's like even worse It's than like ACDC or something. It's like, that's you're like, so, what the The thing fuck? is, he thinks he's cool because he did that, and that's what makes him worse than the, than the, <laughs> the, the, than the bro country people. But somehow his wife loves him. Again, another yeah, saint. Yeah, sure she does. The saints, we should do a whole episode. The saints of the MLB are our wives. I'm not sure that I think the wives are saints. <laughs> I don't know. Um, then No, most of it is hip-hop or rap music. The vast majority of it. Right, so if you right. do a, like a kid's song, like that sounds like something from a children's soundtrack. Yeah, you stand yeah, it out, does. but it's 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 almost like a joke. It's a it's almost like song. Red Lobster or not? Red, what was it called? Rock Lobster. I don't know what that is. What was that? It's a novelty song, <laughs> and so it stands out. Yeah, and that's smart if you want to like for from an iconographic standpoint. If you want to brand yourself, like okay, have a really fucking weird song. That so you're saying remembers. this is a ball player with a Bill no, Gates no, no, level no, no. of marketing acumen. No, he must deliberately have deliberately tra- went it. through all popular everything on Spotify. He found the f- most fucking offensive, stupid novelty song and said, "That's gonna be my song." It could be. I mean, I don't know. What's his name again? With- Guerrero. Yes, yes, yeah. I don't know what his name is. I don't know his background. Maybe he is a Bill Gates marketing genius. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is. Maybe that is what he was doing. I, probably there's a much more. Um, Occam's razor. There's a much more reasonable explanation. Mm-hmm. Like his okay. kid likes it. It's like on a kid's Daddy, show. This is my favorite song. And he's like, I'm gonna, okay, I'll put this song on. That's probably That'd be exactly funny. what it was. Yeah. He's probably got a three year old that really liked that song. And he said, Daddy, that's your walk up music. He said, okay. Maybe. <laughs> you know, I'm not here to pick music, I'm here to hit balls. Oh, Jesus. I'm you the baby shark fucking or- called it before anybody okay. else had reported. Weeks before anybody else fucking interviewed him on where that song came from. You called it. It was my kid. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I know. Take the credit, man. Take that collar. I'll, I'll, take, it. I'll take it. And I, I just remember people laughing at how stupid the song was. And there was no shark costumes. There were no hands clapping. Not in May. Not when we were sitting there getting our ass kicked in May by the fucking Braves. No. And it just goes to show how that wasn't really an organic development. It was a very much a kind of media propelled Really, you don't think it was? You don't think it did sort of oh. like it did sort of rose? I mean, because I don't, I, I, think I just it, don't think the Nationals are that smart on marketing. No, I don't I mean, think it was the Nationals. Well, as you always say, Pups in the Park no, is the best thing they can come up the with. Nationals. It wasn't the Nationals. It was like people that write for the Washington Post, like reporters, people that need shit to write about so they can get paid and they can file their articles. I don't know. So, I mean, we. I mean, here's the thing. We were there. We were we're citizen journalists, right? We reported on this and when nobody else was and we called it out. We could have called out a million other things. We chose to do 10 minutes on this. We noticed it. And uh, so, you know, but it was organic. Why wouldn't anybody else notice it? And I think the the audience noticed it. And then we were at a later game, which I don't, I mean, I don't have here, but 
we, you know, we were in August and all, it it was like 30,000 people all stand up and do the, you know, the hand thing. It it had progressed that far. You really think it's a guy at the fucking post? No, I think it was definitely propelled by the mass media. I think without social media and without social media, media, there's no no way that would have happened. I don't think the nationals know how to market shit. I don't no, think. No, I don't think the Nationals did it. Like I no. said, it was other people. It was it was reporters, sports journalists, people like that. People that have to write articles. And most um, of them hated it. When you know, I've you know, like everybody on my podcast should. say they so oh, this is a, just like we were saying in that thing it was like, oh my god, what this is the worst walk up music in the world. We no love Jason I- Worth doing Wolfman. That was cool. <laughs> oh, no. no that wasn't cool okay we no. thought i thought it was cool back two years ago so uh here in the postseason of all these guys everybody i think we talked about at the end of the world series uh pod that we did uh two weeks ago uh it's been a long time um so, so almost 60 percent of guys are up for grabs para is the first guy to sign a contract. Have you heard about this? No. The Nats did not pick up his option. And well, he is now playing for the, um, maybe, uh, my apologies to the Empire of Japan. He is playing to the Yamarui Giants um, in 2020 with a guaranteed $20 million contract. And uh, possible uh, up to five hundred thousand performance bonus, and if he goes into there's a there's a threshold performance thing, but he can get almost three million in vesting options for twenty twenty one. He's going to Japan. He's going to Japan, working their leagues, oh. the other biggest country with uh, baseball. I mean, Cuba's got right. baseball, DR's got baseball, but Japan has got a baseball organization uh, rivaling ours this brings up the question of the quote-unquote world series why don't the american teams play the japanese yeah why don't uh, the japanese and the cubans and the drs and there's other people yeah i mean it's just us in canada and now there's only one team left because the expos became the, uh, the Montreal Expos became the Nationals. There's, oh, there's only the Toronto Blue Jays. So how is that a World Series? It's not. Two it's countries not. <laughs> out of 195. No, it's we should we should be American playing against the Japanese leagues. If and it, it okay, you've always said to me, you've always said in the podcast, you need to be running. You need to be the baseball commissioner. You need to be running be. the marketing for all this shit. You would say, I mean, wouldn't that be, I mean, talk about the ratings. Let's get the winners of all the Japanese leagues, Cuban League, DR League, anybody else playing baseball, Canada, U.S. Let's have a real World Series with all these leagues. No, no, absolutely. When I become commissioner, as I plan to be in In a couple of years. Despite the roller coaster season, the Nationals eventually face the Milwaukee Brewers in a single elimination game for the wild card spot in the National League Division Series.
This next clip was recorded less than an hour before that game. Give me your rap because you were you were even more. I was sort of yeah. just reluctantly willing to admit that Davy Martinez was the, the word. You know, I kept saying Mr. Rogers, and you were saying he doesn't even rise to the level, of Mr. Rogers. So, <laughs> um, so what do you think? Okay, now they're the third or fourth best team in baseball by by the numbers. They've won ninety three games. They, you know, and and we were justified fifty I... games, and they lost 31 they were the worst team out of 30 teams in baseball we were justified making fun of them and ridiculing them and then somehow magically they turned around yeah i don't i mean i genuinely when they clinched the wild card i was genuinely shocked (laughs) as was i like i'm not even like i'm not often surprised I was very surprised that they made the playoffs this year. Right. I was really, and that they that they won over ninety. Ninety three. I can't believe that they're like the third best team in baseball. I still, I just can't. Like, how did that happen? When did that happen? That is the point. How did that happen? What how did is that going happen on? with Davey Martinez? Well, no, I and don't. With I don't the, think with he the deserves- by by my by objective measurements, data science, ERA measurements, oh. the worst bullpen out of thirty teams okay cool i don't need any data science to know that they're <laughs> bullpen no no exactly all you have to see is uh wando's suarez go out there and just like throw into yeah. his like charlie sheen and uh, uh whatever it was called i just lick my index finger hold it to the wind and i say we have the first bullpen in baseball yeah but, um, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's funny. I think it's great. I welcome it. I welcome us being wrong. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool, especially when we're wrong in a great way. Like, we're going to the playoffs. We're going to watch a ridiculous game. And, but we're right sitting now. here literally recording this an hour before it's the wild card. 7.02 Eastern Standard Time. Right. And the game starts at 8.04. 58 minutes. Yes. The game will begin. Right. The actual wildcard game against Milwaukee gets off to a disappointing start. Despite pitching ace Max Scherzer starting on the mound, he gives up three home runs in two innings. Trey Turner hits a home run in the third inning, making the score 1-3 to three and there it stayed until the bottom of the eighth inning. And that's where we pick up. Zim got a hit. No, Taylor Zim, advanced Zim did, to third. Zim just get a hit. Taylor was on base, he got and he fucking Taylor broke took the, a hit in the, the wrist. fucking bat in half. It was like the natural, goddammit. Robert Redford the natural broke the bat in half. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so something's actually happening for once. So, You're in the yes, bottom of the eighth. Exactly. Got, so Taylor's on third, Zim's on first. Right, right. And, and Rendon is up. Holy, holy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Huh? Hold on, hold All on. Right, blah, blah, blah. What's going on? They... Pinch running. Andrew, pinch running. Okay, so they took out Zim. Oh, because Zim's foot. They took out his Zim foot. and they're putting in Stevenson yeah, to run for him. Yeah, I was like, wait, he, his foot Zim's is still in the bad. dugout? Did, <laughs> what his did we miss? still bad. He can't okay, run. Okay, now Rendon is at bat. <sighs> we really Tony need this. Bags, the, the crowd is finally awake. We're I awake know. again. I, know, I was yeah. falling asleep. The crowd is back. The team is awake. Hater, hopefully, is imploding. 
Rendon, look at that little face. He's like, oh, what? It's the playoffs? Yeah, right, exactly. It, no, really? No, oh, oh, it's two, October? I was going to get 240. Oh, okay. I only got 215. And then, so we're at 2 0 right now. This guy's just throwing ball after ball. Yeah, so he's collapsing. Mr. David Dayston Confused yep. is not bringing it. If we get a run right now, then we're in the lead. If we can get a yes. HR. Yes. Correct. I mean, we still have one more inning. I mean, I'm feeling good about this. Uh, yeah. It is two outs, but no, no. I feel uh, that's good. We're in running position. Inside. Inside. Woo! 3-0. What is he going to do? Walk him? I know, but that would just load the who's, base. Who's next? Who's fourth? Oh, oh, oh. Soto. Soto. Come on. Okay. That would be good. So walk him. Walk him. Funny. Fine. Walk him. Walk him. But walk I mean, come on. Hit him. Perfectly Give him a black eye. an HR. God, he looks so calm. Grace under pressure. That's me. Isn't that, like, that guy. He doesn't have a beat of sweat. No, Rendon is unlike feeling Scherzer, nothing. Unlike Scherzer, the first two innings. Oh, walked oh, him. He walked him. Okay. Walked him. Okay, so now bases are loaded and Soto okay, is up. Okay, now it's up to Soto to win the game. <laughs> Soto. Okay, let's see like right, how much Soto, dirty anything. kicks up Look, with his all hips. All he has to do so like, is do a great line drive and he can get two guys. Soto. Soto. And then we go on to the next guy. Doesn't have to be no. Home run. We need a home I run. I hope Davey is if saying. If we grants, oh, they're bringing in another guy. They're bringing in another. Like, how many guy? pitchers do they have? Holy shit! Bottom of the eighth, bases loaded. You can't do any better what? than that. But Soto is not stupid. It's Soto a grand slam is, situation with Soto at bat. Right, I mean, right, right. he's freaking out. But he's not going to swing at shit. You're he's, failing. He's smart enough not to swing. You're at not going. To he's do learned it. that, even though he's only one and a half years in the in the majors, he's patient. <gasps> oh, he's got it! Okay, that's go. got to be a run. Yes! Yes! Oh my god! Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> yes! Jesus Christ! We need that was an there error. There we go. Tied Complete up. Okay, error. good. The the fans are going crazy. Uh, We're now in the lead. People are screaming. We're winning. What's going on? We're winning. We're winning. Okay. Four three. Okay. Okay. Let's calm down. What happened? (laughs) I can't even tell what happened. He's just excited because he hit it. I thought that he got tagged. I thought he got tagged. But it says four three. No. Yeah. We're winning. We're winning. We're definitely winning. The Nats maintain their four to three lead with solid pitching by Hudson the ninth inning and go on to win the wild card. Yeah, that was such a fun game. I think that was one of the most fun games of the postseason because uh, it wasn't fucking seven games that we had to like Suffer endure yeah. over a week uh, with yeah. breaks. Um, no, that game was super fun. I mean, and it, it was a microcosm of the of the postseason as a whole because we started from behind, we came back. Strauss was pitching great. If I had to like, if I was gonna go back and watch one game, that'd be the one that I would watch. So that's our look back, listeners, at the 2019 regular season. We're looking into if we can also review our astonishing coverage of the division and league playoffs, as well as, of course, the World Series itself. Quick reminder, you can find this series on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, as well as many of your favorite player apps. You can follow us on Twitter at at CheapSeatsDC and you can reach us by email at thecheapseatsdc at gmail.com. 
See you next time on From the Cheap Cycle. Take me out to the ball The From the Cheap Seats podcast is a public service provided by Thad Helsley Media, LLC, all rights reserved.